Welcome to Thugging It Out with your girl Brash and Shawnee Louise. And I would like to take this moment to make the obvious statement that out of the two of us, I am the thug in Thug It Out. There's no side eye. I am the thug. I will shank a bitch. (laughs) Are you sure? Today is what? Love languages? Love languages. So, ha, test, whoa. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't figure it out. Okay, so there are five love languages. Five. Five. Uh, the, I'm not doing them in any particular order, right? Nope. But uh, there's physical touch, which of course is, you know. Put your hands stuff. on me. Uh, words of affirmation. You're pretty. Um, acts of service. I made your breakfast. And quality time. Come over Get over here. <laughs> and gifts. I bought you some. Or giving gifts. What? What did I say? Receiving gifts. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, real quick, rate your top three. What's your top three love languages? So, I'm listening to the instructions and I'm choosing to ignore them. If we're honest, <laughs> <laughs> love me and always, right? Um,. My, I've taken the love language test. Um, I, when I got my master's degree, one of our classes, we were required to teach something. Mm-hmm. And someone taught the love languages. And we took a test and literally, I am every love language except giving gifts. But what's your top three? No, they literally were all the same score. Okay, so I was not tested. Oh, you haven't been tested? Oh. I, uh I've been tested, but did it it really count? Like, you know, um, so I like to, so my top three love languages are quality time. And when I say quality time, I don't just mean in the same room as me. So I can't just FaceTime you and have that count as? (laughs) But you put (laughs) Depending on the circumstance, yes, but quality time is undivided attention. Like, it's the okay. time that we set aside for ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. to do whatever we decide to do in that moment or whatever. Um, but it's time you, we're specifically focusing on one another. Right. My second would be acts of service. Because, okay. um, you know, like, go out of your, not necessarily go out of your way, but do something thoughtful. And I'll would and i return the favor. I'm that person. Okay. Um, third would probably be words of affirmation. I want to know where we stand or at least how you feel or be, I mean, I wouldn't say be validated by you, but it would be nice to have that loving communication and that loving like affirmation every now and again. I said that mine were those four because it's very situational for me, right? What I mean by that is I, if it's just us, a portion of that needs to be quality time, Right. If it's just me and you in the house, I don't mind just being in the same room. Together. Like, let's watch a show. Mm-hmm. You can be on the other side of the room. We're watching this show and talking shit together because you're here with me. Makes sense. Um, 
if we are out in public, like at a party or something like that, then for me, it's physical touch. You don't have to say anything to me, but I'm one of those girls where it's like, if we're sitting down somewhere and you, and I notice you've moved your leg to have your leg touch my leg, I'm good. Okay. We're okay, standing somewhere that. and you're sitting there talking and you just kind of like move your hand to be touching mine or put your hand on the square of my back and just leave it there. Or if I'm sitting on the couch, you yeah. come from behind. Yeah. I'm good with that. You know what I mean? It's Sorry. the way that you're you're showing it. I don't know if it's because it's physical touch and I just choked a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's but... exactly what it is. <laughs> I was like, you touched my hand. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but those are the ways. Oh, and like, God. if I'm in, I, I just, I do like uh, words of affirmation. Yes. Um, what are the other things? Uh, we t- acts of service and gifts. Either giving gifts or receiving Okay, gifts. then I guess those are my top three. <laughs> Um. Oh, didn't okay. Shut the uh, <laughs> So what did I say? Physical tough touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. Yes, yes. So is that how you're? Those are your top three, but they are equally as important. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Because um, they're interchangeable for me. I'm just gonna be blunt with it. Here it goes. Uh, phys- I hate physical touch. What? <laughs> okay. So uh, and then I've realized this more recently. It's not that I hate physical touch as much as I never really learned it mm-hmm. um so within my last relationship and even within my interactions with men in general people who I'm interested in I guess mm-hmm. people who I have uh entertained physical touch leads to sex so in my head it's like oh you're touching me you want sex gotcha. so it's, it's not necessarily a language of love for me because sex does not equate love Very true. um it's more so just the means to an end um, an end that I never see. <laughs> we can talk about that later. But, <laughs> but an end that my counterpart has reached much, much sooner than I have. Don't they and, normally? You know? Um. <laughs> okay. And without me all the goddamn time. Girl. So, um, and then just understand, like, growing up, I didn't grow up in a household that uh, was very, like, huggy. Even with the words of affirmation, like, I don't remember growing up saying I love you parents or to my sisters it was just like you know what it is. <laughs> you know what i'm That's saying crazy. like and and it is and so even like i remember the first time getting a hug uh my best friend at the time was like hugging me like coming in hot and i was just like my eyes were bulging out like fuck is going on <laughs> like i felt like the first human to ever hug another like so she's hugging me and i'm standing there with my arms straight down to my side like is it oh is it mm-hmm. over yet like what what is this thing um, and I felt my body tense up and I almost like, you know, shoved her off me like, you know, that's enough. Um, but I felt the awkwardness of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until then that I realized, well, well girl, when, when did I tell somebody hurt you? Like, who hurt you? Even, I will say, uh, for the audience, even to this day, like, she does not like hugs. I, I have to ask her, like, I'll be super <laughs> excited and I'll be like, can I hug you? And she'll be like, not today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll like, leave. <laughs> With a smile on. Um, and it really, like, when people point it out, I'm just like, oh, that happened? Because even one of my old students, um, she used to, like, hey, Miss Brasher, you know, come hug me all the time. And she'd be like, yeah, the first time I tried to hug you, you looked like you were about to punch me in the face. And I looked at her like, I was. Like, mm-hmm. please do not um, enter my personal space without my permission. Um, and that that is also where it stems from, too. I feel like the only... The only thing I really have control of is my personal bubble. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I don't 
feel comfortable with people in it unless I invite you there. You know what I'm saying? Because people, you, you, you give a nigga a little bit, and they just like to take a lot. Once they taste the sweetness, they come back every goddamn, oh, let me get a little piece of that. Like, like you know, crackhead style. So I just feel like if I let you in my space and then I give you the option of coming back whenever you want to, you're just going to be here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, what I'm going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But I do hear you, and I, and I kind of, <laughs> like, I haven't hugged you in a long time. You haven't hugged me in a long time. But I'm also trying to figure out if I, I'm okay with physical touch in a, like, subtle way. Like, you're mentioning if we're out in public and my partner is, like, touching my shoulder or standing very close to me so I feel their body heat or just being a, a you know, very subtle presence. I'm okay with those things. I'm okay with cuddling. I'm okay. I have to learn how to change my relationship with physical touch, mm-hmm. I think, in order to like it a little bit. But uh, for the most part, I don't. I would. I wouldn't choose it. It wouldn't be my first go-to. Like, <laughs> I find physical touch, specifically in a romantic relationship, so sexy. Like, literally, you made fun of me last podcast, and you're like, "It's adorable. You're retaining for so, love." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that's gonna be a trend. Um, it, it will. It will. Because like, I'm the girl where if we're sitting down and our legs are touching, my brain goes, "Yes, it's like yeah." Stop it. He hasn't moved his oh, leg yet. God. He's still touching me. Oh, like, I'm literally <laughs> that person. Yeah. Um, I was on a date on Wednesday, and I was being anxious about the things that I want to do with my future. And this fool, I'm calling him a fool. And look the smile <laughs> painted across her face, okay? Grinning ear to motherfucking ear. Dimples are showing. <laughs> Cheeks are rosy, okay? Hands are now covering her mouth. Shut okay? up. Anyway, <laughs> so he was like, let me read your palm. And I'm looking at him what? like, what? Okay. Now, mind you, he does everything else. Right. So I'm going like, so you read palms too? He grabs my hand and he said, oh, you see how this goes to hit this? That shows completion. What? <laughs> he, said, he says, you see this line right here? Did you draw that on? I was like, I'm done. No. <laughs> he said, that's the black hole. You know what goes in the black hole? I said, what? He was like, everything. You're going to do everything to completion. <laughs> I said, give me my hand back. <laughs> but also, like, as we're laughing about his stupidity, yeah. he grabbed my hand. Like, originally, my hand was just in his, but as we're laughing, he grabs my hand. Uh-huh. And my mind went, ah! <laughs> and so, like, I t- I think we were both on the same page. Because when I realized he grabbed my hand, I turned my hand over and grabbed his. And he looked me dead in my face, like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I did it to him. And he looked at me like, oh. It's happening. And then we both just kind of took our hands. You guys are going to be the awkwardest <laughs> fucking couple. Alive, and I want to see it. In, I want to see it live in action. I want to, so I can laugh and point in your fucking faces. This is go- live from the awkward from the awkward table of. Oh my god! Oh my okay, it was great. Question. Yes. So you did. You mentioned this in your last in our last podcast about your anxiety and dealing with those emotions. Uh, do you feel that physical touch as a love language kind of grounds you with with a partner or potential lover? Yes, so I am an energy person. When I say that, I mean when I am crying, don't fucking touch me. 
Because what ends up happening is I'm crying over whatever I'm crying over and then you touch me. And one, I can feel how genuine you are in your concern. And if you're touching me and it's not genuine, just get the fuck off, right? Mm -hmm. But if you are touching me and I can feel that it's genuine, now I feel bad because you're putting your energy into me when you could be doing something else right now. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I like physical touch is because I can feel that energy. Yeah. Like I said, when you put your leg on mine, most people, when they touch somebody else's leg, they say, oh, my bad, and move. But you're aware of the fact that you're touching me. Wait, you've had people apologize for touching you? No. I'm talking about, like, sitting down next to me. Uh, they put their leg on, like, they no, spread, I, they manspread. Nigga, do that. People do that on purpose with me. Oh, I've heard <laughs> people do and then be like, oh, my bad, and they'll move back over. Oh I also give them that black girl look, like. You're aware <laughs> Wait, of the that, fact that, that the down <laughs> up, like, you see this shit too, right? Oh my god, okay. Um, that, that but I can feel that energy. So in my mind, I don't know if this is happening in their mind, but in my mind, when you touch me, you're doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. And so we're in a public space. We might be out with friends or whatever. So obviously, like, groping and things is not necessary, but you <laughs> still... So you putting your leg next to mine or you putting your, your hand on the shoulder is you without words saying I'm here with you, mm -hmm. especially if you know about my anxiety, mm -hmm. like you're good. It's an, it, it feels like a, you're okay to me. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. I, I grew up with physical touch in my family from my mom. Um, it's really interesting thinking about my childhood because my mother and father raised me together opposite. Mm -hmm. So like where I got the physical touch and things from my mom, I did not get that from my father. Mm -hmm. um, I talked about words of affirmation. I got words of affirmation from my father, but it was only in relation to how good I was doing in school and how much of my brother I wasn't. And so I think, like, that's one of my top three. I like the words of affirmation, but it's not so much for what I'm doing. It's for, I need the words of affirmation for my physical appearance. Okay. That's okay. where that has to come. I hear that. Why don't you like gifts? Why do say I don't like gifts? Uh <laughs> <laughs> why isn't one of your, why isn't it one of your top why three? Why isn't it one of my top three? I feel like gift giving is a very intimate, and um, because the way that I give gifts, it's a bit, it's very personal. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to know. Then that's probably why, like this Christmas, like exchange at work was so challenging, and I was literally freaking out. Like I should have never signed up, because mm -hmm. um, I didn't know who I had. I didn't know them as a person. I didn't know enough details about their life. I hadn't really, you know, connected with that person to be able to really have my heart and mind and soul in the gift that I gave. Mm -hmm. So. For me, gift giving is a level of intimacy because at that point, you know me enough to say, hey, I thought about you. I know you like this. You, like, you know, you had me in mind with the gift. Mm -hmm. um, I'm okay with giving gifts when I, when we're at that level or even if it's like in passing, like remembering small details about people. I'm talking about receiving. Because when it, a lot of times when it's a love language, it's about the receipt. Like yes, some people feel yes. loved when you buy them things. Um, I don't feel loved when people buy me things because at that point I feel like they're trying to buy me. Boom. And um, I I can recognize it very 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 easily. Mm -hmm. Um, because for for sometimes in my childhood, like my mom was a gift. 
like, oh, when she knew that we weren't on good terms, it was like, oh, did you want to go shopping? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. You just whooped my ass five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do I want to go shopping with you for? You know? Um, or it's like when people just, oh, well, I feel like it's 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 not just like you're buying me, but it's also like it doesn't, it's not a personal connection at that point. Like, you're just throwing money at a situation. You're not necessarily like putting your, it would be different if the gift was homemade or heartfelt or, mm-hmm. you know, something that only I would like. For example, I have a group of my chicas um, from Cali. We do a gift exchange every Christmas. Um, we didn't, we weren't able to do it this Christmas, obviously. But uh, we do a gift exchange for Christmas, do each other's birthdays and things like that. And I love Bob's Burgers. That's my shit. It really is, y'all. <sighs> it's my shit. Um, so they get, they got me, like, you know, um, what is it called? Like, coffee tumbler. Like, mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers is my favorite character. And it's just like, ah! <laughs> right? Um, one gift was like a, a card deck of like inspirational quotes or like uh, empowering questions because I had a conversation. We're always, you know, empowering each other in that space that we're in. So it's, if, if those are the gifts that I'm getting, I'm okay with it. But if it's just like, oh, this is cute. This will look cute on you. Let's get this chain. Let's get that. Like, I don't know what you thought, nigga, but that ain't me. So you're saying <laughs> so, don't buy you things. Don't buy things without me in mind is what I'm saying. Because you can get anybody change you can get in you know what i mean like if it's not heartfelt if it's not something that you know i would like like a perfect example my ex-fiance yeah <laughs> got me a gift for christmas yeah. um it was an oil burner i don't burn oil i burn candles mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know it's the same family not the same thing not the same thing mm-hmm. not only that it was the exact same burnt oil burner that he got his best friend no. The same year. You got a two-for-one sale. Thank you, baby. So what, what, you do? what do you want me to do with this? So I ended up giving it away. <laughs> like, and and I, to this day, don't have it because it's just like, you didn't think about me when you bought that. Mm-hmm. You could go to the Dollar Tree and get some shit from the Dollar Tree and be like, hey, girl, like, hey, I know you said you like this. Like, it could be some black nail polish or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Something that I like. Fucking Doritos. The mm-hmm. guy, a guy that I'm dating now. Brings me my favorite Doritos every time he sees me. Doritos, Reese Cuts. And when I'm around my period time, he knows, like, oh, get her snacks, like, strawberry soda, all that shit. And I'm just like, oh, you got to mm. eat my chips. Strawberry you got to eat my soda. chips. Never mind. You know, so it's just like, you remembered. Like, it, that's what it feels. That's what gift giving should feel like. It mm-hmm. should feel like, oh, damn, you do pay without me having to pay, right? Gift giving. Although I'm not saying don't give me gifts. She's <laughs> saying don't buy her things. Without I'm not me I'm not saying don't buy me things. <laughs> um but it feels when that's your form of showing love, it feels lazy. It does. It definitely does. Because like it it's for everything that you said. I need you to have me in mind. Uh-huh. Um and not just oh, she might like this. Right. It, I want it to, to have real thought in it. I'd much rather you do something for me. Like, acts of service isn't one of my high ones, but I'd prefer acts of service before a gift. Mm-hmm. And by acts of service, I mean, like, if I, and I use this, this example all the time, if I am, uh, I call you and you know I'm, I'm, I'm at work and work has been hard or whatever, I come home and you cleaned the house and you got some sour punch. Oh, really? Clean the house? Not you. Oh, oh. Not you. Oh. She tried to (laughs) hop her ass around my kitchen 
with her broke <laughs> ass foot. Acts of service. With it's the lower one. But it's with the her one. broke <laughs> ass foot. The fuck was she gonna do? First of all, it wasn't my foot. My ankle was broken. Right, girl. Girl, okay. I'm gonna treat you the way I treat my mama. It's about to be your whole fucking leg. Calm hey, down. at that point, forgive me a little disability girl, check. My mom, my mom, <laughs> I think sprained her back, and I'll be like, "We talk about when you broke your back." Oh, like my mom, my mom pulled a muscle, and I'll be like, "You talk about that time that I'm your leg got done. ripped off?" Like oh I be. <laughs> so let me just say, never tell Shani that you're injured. Because <laughs> never tell Shani that you're injured because at that point, she lost all respect for you. And then I so haven't I was, lost respect. You, she called me a gimp for a she week was, and a half. I was pissed at a certain point. I'm not going to talk to this girl because she got fucked up. And then she called me a gimp at work. I'm going I'm I'm to go to HR. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're not going to go to HR about the fact that your our assistant principal thought we were pregnant. Girl. No, 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 no. I did. They just never responded. Okay. <laughs> they, they never. To this day have never responded. They haven't responded about me getting sent home either. But we're we're going to have to do a work audacity, episode. We're right? going to have to yes. do a work episode. Oh, we have to. Um, back, back to the And bullshit. protect everybody that's there because we still. Um, girl, no. We used to work. Yeah, and you know, you know, our whole department is gonna listen to it. And be like, girl, yes. We got to do a work episode. No, you gonna have to be in the fan club too, okay? Because nigga. Um, but yeah, gift giving just feels lazy. But I was saying, uh, I come home and you've like you've cleaned her. Like you've got my sour punch straws. That's my new favorite candy right now. Um, okay. Also tangent. Never give Shani. Never give Shani candy. What do don't, you mean? Don't, you're looking away from me because you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, clutch the pearls. I... But anyway, Sour Patch Straws is her favorite demon candy. Go ahead. I'm smiling. She turns into a fucking Sour Patch kid, first of all. Those used to be my favorite candy. Oh my, my first year at the school that we teach at now, I guess I was a good teacher, and these girls brought me six pounds of Sour pounds. Patch Kids. Six. Six pounds, and I ate two pounds in one day. Um, <laughs> it was so good. Um, but Finisher. like doing something like that, like getting my, you know, my favorite thing from the Chinese uh restaurant or my favorite pizza. Like technically, you bought that for me, but there was like deliberate intention. Yeah. One thing that I have learned, uh, and I think it was off of a podcast that I was listening to. I listened to an unreasonable amount of podcasts uh, and and watched them. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and they're all by the same. <laughs> they're all produced by the same room. person way to have writing yes <laughs> i'm out here um but they were talking about the fact that it's very important not only for you to learn for you to learn your partner's love language because you need to learn how to love them in that language mm-hmm. right because if i speak english and you speak spanish Which i can't talk to you in english well well but because you're not going to get the full understanding of what i'm trying to tell you understandable um, so if I, if my love language hypothetically was gift giving and gift getting, if I give you gifts, you're not going to get, no, that makes because we're going to end up hitting this point where I'm like, well, I bought you all that stuff. And you're going to be like, exactly. You yes. didn't do this and you didn't do that. You bought me things. We're not talking the same language. Perfect example. Of my last relationship, mm-hmm. right? Seven years I was with this guy. Wonderful guy. Still to this day, sweetie. Would do anything, you know, that he felt was necessary to stand up and be in our relationship and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he was <clears throat> he was loving me in his love language, which was physical touch, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> and so he's like, uh, physical touch, words of affirmation, was how he was loving me. 
um, and the words of affirmation, yes, um, but the physical touch was just like, like we, it was like I just I couldn't, I don't, I don't speak that language. I don't understand that language, right? It's taking everything in me not to just be really weird and like slowly put my hand on please your leg don't, and I look will, you, look you please. dead in the eye the whole time. It's like, I will flip this table over. I do not play with you. I flip this goddamn table over. No, I just but, look you dead in your eye and slowly move my hand. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, so he was loving me in his love languages, and this is even a conversation that we've had with each other. We're not loving each other the way we know how to be loved. Mm-hmm. I'm like we're loving each other how no wait, we're loving each other the way that we want to be loved yes. instead of the way that you want. To be, yes. Right. So he was always like, well, you know, it would be nice to because he would do weird shit. Like I'd be sitting in the room watching TV and he'd just come like I don't know wrestle for no reason. Like nigga, if you don't get the fuck up <laughs> off me, this is not okay. What are you doing? Or he'd like come and like, it would just be like, uh, I don't know. Like, it was just, oh my God, like you're doing the most. Like, I'm trying to do something. You're standing behind me. Get, like, move. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, but I was, I was loving him in acts of service, making sure the house was clean, making sure he had something to eat when he got home, making sure the shit was hot when he got there, right? Like, uh, making sure his he had liquor on the, on the counter when he, you know, all these things, bringing mm-hmm. his plate to him, all that. Um, quality time I was spending time with him the way I wanted to be loved again I'm not paying attention to my phone we're in the same room together like I'm here with you mm-hmm. um, but he didn't love that way so he didn't pick up on it so I completely understand excuse me the concept of like loving people how they want to be loved kind of like treating people how they want to be treated instead of how yes, you want to be and treated I, I brought that up to my students um, this week I talked about the golden rule versus <clears throat> like the silver rule or the platinum rule Girl, or something you like that no, but the golden <laughs> rule is treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And the silver rule is treat people how they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Right? And the example, I'm not even going to lie. I don't remember the example I gave my kids. <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's like, you want to be, oh, I told them like, maybe you want to be treated like a princess, but I want to be treated like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to put me up on the pedestal. Right. If you treat me the way that you want to be treated, you're going to treat me like a princess and I'm going to want to punch you in the face. But you need to treat me the way I want to be. If I want to be treated like a normal person, you got to treat me that way. And with what you were saying brings me to the last situation I was in. That's what it was. And it brings me to his birthday. It's a situation shit. Oh, we in a new age. And I bring that up because for his, for my birthday, I got a $50 gift card to Wendy's. Because I was obsessed with Wendy's. She is. To be honest. Was? I don't eat, I don't like their fries, so I haven't been back. Ugh. They changed their fries and I don't like them. Okay. Um a $50 gift card to Wendy's. A balloon. A balloon. And dinner. A balloon? A balloon. A balloon? A single balloon. <laughs> what did it say? Happy birthday? Was it just no. a color balloon? <gasps> oh. <laughs> it might have been two balloons, because I think it might have been like the two and the nine. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay, okay. I can do those. I don't know. I threw it away. I'm um, scared of those. I don't know. <laughs> once that whole situation ended, I threw anything involving them away. As you should. Um, But I got the card, the balloons, and dinner. For his birthday. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Where was dinner? I don't remember the name of the dinner. But isn't this the same night that he ends up throwing up and all that jazz? Was that the, was that the birthday? 
No, that's when we went out of state okay, for the no, comedy no. show. Never mind. And he ruined that whole experience of me Ruiner. going of me going to see the per- the best comedy the podcast that I watch. Yeah, they're all comedians. I got to see them live. Right, <laughs> and that's the that's the event he ruined. Um, okay, never mind. go back. So you're that was for his birthday for his birthday, and you know this. Mm-hmm. I got a hotel room, mm-hmm. got roses. Did the rose petals to the bed. You better go he ahead. was turning 31. I did the number 31 on the bed in rose petals. Right. I got the happy birthday thing yes, to go up. The banner. The banner. Um, I got him a slice of his favorite cake. I didn't want that cake, so I got him his his <laughs> big, you know, the big old squares. Yeah, yeah. And I got me mine. Um he likes scary movies. I'm not fond of them, but it's your birthday. So we do what you want to so do. So we went to go see uh Candyman. Mm-hmm. And then he had just gotten braces, so he couldn't eat solid foods, really. Mm-hmm. So I went to, we went to uh, <laughs> Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah. And I got him, like, I think it was mac and cheese and rice and mashed potatoes. Okay. Because you can munch those. Right, right. It's easy to digest. And yeah. at the end of the situation, he was upset because no one saw him on his birthday. Diva. Literally, he was like, I asked you if I needed to get dressed up. And you said yes. And in my head, I'm going, of course, it's your birthday. But he was like, but then we went from the movie theater. We just picked up food and we went straight to the hotel room. Nigga, I saw you on your birthday. And I was like, well, you're literally just smashing your tongue to the roof of your mouth. I figured you didn't want to be in public (laughs) looking like that. He wanted... Well, first of all, in hindsight... This man had the Italian flag in his fucking hair. You don't think he wanted to be in public looking like, what? No, no, no. That would have been the least of his worries. But I was like, I didn't think you wanted to be. And he was like, but I got dressed up and nobody saw me. And I was like, but the hotel and the flowers and the dinner and the movie. And the like, thoughtfulness. When he came into the hotel room, he backed back up out the hotel. He Dramatic. backed back up out the door and was like, yeah, look what she did. Da, da, da. <gasps> Mind you, I'm also not in that video. But uh, but was that on your Instagram? I mean, on his Instagram? Yeah, he put it on his stories. So... He put it on his stories. And I'm not in that video either. He took there. a video of the rose petals to the 31 and was like, yeah, this is bomb. She did this for me. Da, 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 da. I never had this shit done for me before. What's and I'm still, I still don't exist. You could have at least been like, oh, and like... Tag me in white. No. I mean, I don't know. In the background. Nope. None of it. We ought to beat his ass. And then we ass. left the hotel, and we were supposed to come back here and chill. But, you know, he booked an appointment on the way back to the house. <gasps> so he grabbed his dick. cake and left. <laughs> Not grab the cake. I he literally, <laughs> like, I made him wait because he didn't want to do the candles that night. So I let he had me sing him happy birthday. He blew out the candles, gave me a kiss and <gasps> no thank you I had fun uh, this is not a first little teenage date but baby. I said all that to say clearly I was not caring about him and his love language because he did not give a fuck about the energy and the money there wasn't that I put into it diva status or I, I let me back up validating diva status is not a love that is true <laughs> But that was definitely active yeah. service. Yeah, definitely. That was quality time. Yeah, for sure, gift giving. Gift giving. Which is and not one of yours, but... but no, but I mean, there. yeah. But yeah, you We're definitely princess. need to love someone in their yeah. 
In their sure. language, I think it's super important. Um, I have a... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Uh, speaking of love languages, so I'm learning that, like, love language is not just for your love interest, right? Mm-hmm. You could also speak your love languages <clears throat> in your friendships, in your own personal relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. What love language do you prioritize in your love for yourself? Or should you be prioritized? <laughs> yeah, girl, you want me to go first? I can go first. I am working on words of affirmation. Okay. I'm working on it um, because I need to big up myself to convince mm-hmm. myself to do things that I want to do. Like, I have I have monumental dreams. Um, you know about the, the property that right, right. is like $4 million. Right. And I've got $30. Um, but I'm trying to manifest that property but I also feel like for myself I need to be worthy of that property but in order to feel worthy I need to say that I am worthy mm-hmm. and so I'm working on those words of affirmation um, for myself I'm working on acts of service for myself because I don't do anything for me not because the way your face is crunched me <laughs> doing anything for me is always too expensive and a waste of money oh, okay. so like, why don't you go get your nails done? That's like $30. You know what I, I could know. do with $30? Go, let me just say, like, I've been there too. I've been there too. So those are the two that I think I'm monumentally working on and remind me that I have something to say after you say this. Okay. Um, so the one that I... <laughs> this is so funny. The one that I'm working on... <clears throat> I'm working on two, right? I'm working on quality time mostly. And that looks like, you know, me spending time, well, I guess it's quality time with my pet, which also is an extension of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Because he's just a little quiet. Oh, he's such a cutie. But anyway, um, spending time with myself, that might look like me, you know, reading or, I mean, in my spare time, mm-hmm. whatever spare time I do have, reading or watching a TV show, which right now is True Blood. Uh, I used to love I, True Blood. I loved it. I watched Teen Wolf all the way through. I loved Teen did not like how I ended, but I'm okay with it. It was a little bit like, I'm trying to get up the courage to watch it secure, but I'm not just like, oh. oh my God. <laughs> but, um, I wrote a poem about insecurity. I made me so angry. I feel like if I've watched the last series and it's anything like my, because it's been telling my life story, mm-hmm. um, I want to fight Issa. And then I also want to know what that's like. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm going to want to show me how to garden. But quality time. So while I'm doing these things, it looks like me not being on my phone mm-hmm. and actually paying attention to what I'm doing. Um, it's also, it looks like me, like, taking my time when I'm doing things. So, like, this morning I was late for work. And I was just like, you know what? But, hey, I'm going to get there when I get there. So, put the fuck down, relax, and take your time. Like, you deserve to sleep or lay in your bed for an extra 15 minutes. You deserve to, you know, um, take a shower. Like, yeah, you took one last night, but take another one. What, what the fuck? Are, like, who's going to say? Like, you know, you mm-hmm. coming in smelling like dub, you're, you're going to be high. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like me. Oh, and then also, um, physical touch, which is very funny because you touch your own food kit. No, you <laughs> said we talk about self love. We talk about self love, not loving myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess the same. But physical touch, um, like giving myself hugs, right? Especially in moments where I don't feel like my. <laughs> especially in times where I don't feel like my full self or I don't feel 100% like 
like recently I was telling you about, you know, the beginning of the weekend or the ending of the weekend and shit that went down mm-hmm. and how I was like making this whole story up in my head or whatever. Um, I wanted to cry, but I couldn't find the tears to fall out. Ooh. Yes. And, and it made me feel like, well, maybe you're healed, right? Or you're healing from this. Mm-hmm. But also, I needed to cradle my inner child. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself, as I went to sleep, like hugging myself. And um, I'm also learning in that moment, from that moment, that my inner child deserves to be loved the way that I had never had an opportunity to. And so that might feel like physical touch. Um, not, please don't touch me still. <laughs> so, I will always ask. I've got, <laughs> you're the second friend that I've had okay. where, like, I'll be super excited. Like, can I get a hug? No. Yeah. <laughs> Even my sister. I've stiff-armed my sister so many times. Like, I'd be mid-cry, snot bubbles and everything. She'd be like, oh, my God, I'm hugging. I'd be like, no, <laughs> don't hug me. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> like, so uh, it's, it's uh, but, it, but it, like, when I hold my nieces or when I hold my nephews, or when I'm like, you know, I love to hold babies. It makes me feel like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm hugging a little part of myself. So I am working on physical touch quality of mine. Um, yeah, yeah. Giving gifts or receiving gifts, I guess. Giving myself gifts. It's, yeah. That's giving and receiving, I guess. Yeah. But uh, get, that's another one that I'm trying to get to. It, it kind of falls in the same mindset of when you were saying, like, oh, this costume for myself. Like, mm-hmm. I want to start my dunk collection. And each pair of dunks is like a hundred thousand dollars, and I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Um, or just like understanding, like I had like thirty extra dollars last month, and I was like, I'm gonna go buy a new crystal. And I was like, wait, you sure? It's <laughs> like I ended up talking myself out of that. Um, so yeah. So I was on something. You had something to say. And yeah, that's so oh, I was on something, and it had mentioned like the way that you self punish is opposite of your love language. Mm. So, like, the idea that if your love language is quality <gasps> time, you punish yourself by That's sitting alone. opening I definitely do. I definitely do that. That's eye-opening. So, it's that concept. So, like, um, acts of service is doing something for someone else. So, it would be doing something for yourself. That's I don't do things for my... Like, when I'm self-punishing, I, I told you I like quality time. I like... Um, mm-hmm. uh, physical touch. And then words of affirmation. Uh, words of affirmation. When I am self-punishing, I will be in my room. I will not answer my phone except for my mom. And even when I'm on the phone, my mom, she can hear that I am not here for it. And those, what normally would be an hour, two-hour phone calls turn into a 10-minute phone call. Mm-hmm. So that's basically, you know, um, no physical touch because I'm by myself. No words of affirmation because I'm not talking to anyone. No quality time. I'm not talking to anyone. Um, and I don't do things for myself. So what you're saying is I need to move into my room. Y'all, so <laughs> let's talk about the fact that I have been blessed enough to own a house. Yes, um, yes. With multiple rooms. My fan has her own house. And this foolish individual, the first time she walked into my house, <laughs> walked into run- one room and was like, I like this closet. Walked into another room and was like, I like this yes, room. Yes. Walked into my master bathroom and said, I like this bathroom. How is your closet, your bedroom, and your bathroom in three different places? Because I am omnipresent. You can move in when I can hug you regularly without questioning it. Ooh, say that again. 
you can move in when I don't have to ask you for oh, hugs anymore. Oh, that's a no for me, dog. It's okay. I ah, it's crazy. <laughs> Thought you had a room, didn't you? Well, Thought you had on. a friend, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, damn. Well, damn. <laughs> now leave. <laughs> um, oh, God damn it. Don't. Ooh. Ooh. But my, my best friend from back home, she doesn't do touching. No, she doesn't true. she doesn't do any of it. Like literally, I she needed something. Disney Plus uh subscription. She wanted it and I had it and I had the room at the time on my <laughs> Disney Plus. And she was like, Oh, I really want Disney Plus and I was like, All you need to do is one thing and I'll give you the password. And she was like, I'm not doing it. Do you know <laughs> what that one thing was? Tell you I love you. Tell, Tell me that. you love me. Girl. Mind you, she and I have been friends since seventh grade That's real. No. and i'm just like tell me you love me and i'll give you the subscription i don't need it that bad Fact. i was like Bruh. i feel her struggle i feel her Bruh. struggle there's something like it's like you i feel like part of my not even just self-punishing but a part of my survival mode has been being untouchable physically but also like in a way that nobody like i literally say to myself like do shit in a way that nobody has nobody can tell you about yourself you yeah. know what i'm saying do things so, so perfectly and that's probably like that's definitely a trauma uh, response perfectionism but, is it's a beast Ooh. it's a beast it's a beast it's a killer of joy that it's a stiller demon. of happiness it 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 is it is everything that i am trying to heal from it is also like a defense mechanism mm-hmm. because if i'm perfect or if i know that i'm doing things the way you want them to be done that's perfection right yeah and then also understanding like you're not gonna bother me mm-hmm. <laughs> so i get to be alone i get to self-punish because i know at the very least you're not watching for me because i did everything that you wanted me to do so now i could do i could go over here and i could punish myself if i need to feel punished feel mm-hmm. like punishing myself or whatever the case is that shit is deep like self-punishing is real i didn't even realize that i was doing it so like it's and, and I'm, oh damn that's crazy, that's crazy. I like to spend time by myself, and now it's it doesn't feel as self punishing as it used to because of what I'm doing when I'm by myself now, um, which is spending time alone, processing my thoughts, processing my feelings. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I can hear, I I hear taking everything, but I won't be able to react to it the way I want to react to it because it takes me. But I think there's a difference between spending time with yourself and separating yourself. Oh, yeah, there is. Like, they look the same from the outside. Yeah. But when you are spending time with yourself, that is self-love. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, But when you've sure. separated yourself, that is the punishment. I, and I do, yeah. I do that shit a <laughs> lot. I don't feel like I do. I don't do it as much anymore. But I, I will say that separation for me sometimes is also a healthy because mm-hmm. you're you talked about being a receiver of energy i am such an empath that i as well like you know like it doesn't like it doesn't have to be a touch energy for me mm-hmm. i can feel it in the room it's just like oh shit like, i don't feel you know 100 percent, or or even absorbing it without knowing i'm absorbing it so now i'm angry and amped up and i'm just like Hoop. i don't know where this yeah she from. stay ready to fight i stay i, I stay fucking ready to fight like but that's also part of my survivor mode because at the end of the day, it's like, I need you to know, as gentle as I look, as sweet and peaceful as I look, baby, like as small as I am, fuck your shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, you could step on a rock <laughs> and it'll fuck your shit up. 
I almost tripped over the damn stairs today. Like, Girl, I can't afford for you to break your, I can't your either. leg again. I tripped and fell and broke my ankle. And it was that, that small bone. I love how you're ignoring my... my... I did. And I <laughs> but that small piece set me back and it made me feel so... So in like... I don't even know the right word because nothing is powerful enough. But it made me feel very dependent. Mm-hmm. It made me feel very insignificant. There and I go. felt like, well, damn, bitch, can't go to Bella Noche. Like, mm-hmm. what else you got? You know? But also, it, it just it reaffirmed the fact that you only have you. So get your shit together. And what the fuck? You know? Um, and even in those moments where it was like, and I know a lot of, like, you and, and uh, uh, my other friend or whatever, were just like, don't be too independent. And it, and it was like, I'm not. This is just, this is it. <laughs> like, this is all that there is, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but that comes from, that comes from that, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> I wasn't saying don't be too independent. I was saying you don't have to be. Because you do have the assistance in me and mm-hmm. in her. Um, I understand being independent. Uh, since we're talking about love, I know we're talking about like love languages and yeah. self-love. But I personally feel like it's very important to be independent. But I feel like it's important when it comes to relationships. I would prefer that you want me and not need me. Same, same. Because if you need me, then I'm here because you can't survive the same without me. But if you want me, that's you saying you don't have to be here, but I'm going to do everything to make sure you never want to leave. And there's a difference, right? I hear you. So I feel like there's an importance in being independent because right now you're doing this shit for yourself. Yeah. Um. But when there is a handout to help with no expectation of a handout to take, grab the hand. And I, I hear and, you. and I'm saying that with us being the exact same person and me <laughs> Say that a little doing, louder. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um understanding that it's difficult. It is. It is difficult. Um, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so I feel like separating to a certain extent is it is self-sustaining mm-hmm. as well. Um, only because, like they say, like you can't pour from an empty cup. But for Very me, it's, it's more about filling my cup for myself, refueling myself, recharging myself, and mm-hmm. giving myself enough space and time to process if I need to, which mm-hmm. most of us do, or fall apart. You know, and understand like you can fall apart, pick your shit up or not, <laughs> like, but you can do that in the comfort of your own self. Like yes. you can do that without judgment here, you know, without having to be validated by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, um, I felt like I felt a lot of that around the holidays. Like everybody was like, I'm not like I felt like everybody was like, oh, you're you're alone, which means you're lonely. And and it wasn't it wasn't the case, and it was not the same. It's like no, nigga, like I am alone because now I have time to actually feel and hear and listen and talk or not, and save my energy just for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to talk to students. I don't have to put on a brave face to go outside. I don't even have to go and go outside if I don't want to. You know, I gotta brush my hair today Mm -hmm. if I don't want to. I ain't gonna have to shave my legs. Ain't nobody coming over here anyway. (laughs) But like, it's like. It's those things. 
So that level of like separation, I think, is necessary to a certain extent because, at least for me, it gives me an opportunity to balance. It gives me an opportunity to like bounce back and like get back to one hundred percent when I need to. I need like a a decent balance because I get energy from other people. Um, I need to see people. If I see people, I mean, I need to leave my house. But I do get drained. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. I'll be out and I'll be like, I need to go see people. And I'll go see people. And 10 minutes later, I'll be like, we can leave now. Like, oh, that's I'm, fine. I'm good for a week. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and I think uh, right now I'm getting my fill of that with our students. Uh, they give me Hello. all the energy I need. Um, I have very, I have good students this semester. I've only known them for five days. Um, <laughs> but I have a lot of my old kids because I used to, you know, I used yeah. to teach ninth grade and now I'm teaching 11th and 12th. So I have a lot of my old kids. Um, Seeing these kids grow, I'm just like, who are you? Stop. You're this thing. What? You were annoying ninth grade. <laughs> I can stomach you now. Stop it. Um, so I do get so, a lot of that from my students, and that's one of the reasons why I love teaching, because kids are energy. All and energy. <laughs> it is very helpful to me. And then when you get those kids that, like, care about you, mm-hmm. like, as a person outside of teaching, like, yeah. I've had students look at me and be like, Y'all need to be at work tomorrow because you look exhausted. Right. Like, take, like, but it's like, you know, take your day. Yeah. Yeah. When I missed a few days, my students came today, like, where were you? And I was like, I, I couldn't exist. Can we also just say that the little bad, bad little, little, they're not even bad, little um, knuckleheads was like, well, where's my sport? Well, hold on now. You talk about this morning? No. Oh. No, no, not this morning. When you took the one when I took things, the taste, yeah. yeah. They were like, where? and then they came up to me, they said, where were you? Right. And I literally looked at my kids and I was like, existing for the past two days has been a lot. And they went, oh, <laughs> and they immediately like pulled it back. Yeah. And I think it's crazy that teenagers are willing and it's it's the times, it's the generation. They have so much respect for the mental health of a person. I think it's more than just the mental health because. I feel like it, it's also a layer of transparency that they have mm-hmm. the respect for. Yes. Because um, my teachers were not as transparent no, with me as, as I am with my kids. <laughs> oh, boy. Because I feel like they are operating in a world that doesn't recognize the fact that they have and feel and go through shit, mm-hmm. too. And so for an adult, right? Yes. Or who somebody who they deem to be important. Even somebody that they're giving authority to, because mm-hmm. that's exactly what they're doing. We're not authority figures until they give us the authority to right. be. Um, it's saying like, look, y'all, I'm having a fucked up time right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or or something within those parameters for them for them to actually hear it and see it and and know that they're experiencing something like it too. I think that's a level of in, not. I don't want to say empathy. I don't know, but like, no, but it is. It's, yeah, it's it's that connection that that's mm-hmm. necessary. Like, um, I mean, like, like I, when I share my food with my kids, like, yeah, it's annoying because I, I packed this lunch for me, my niggas, and it's 35 of y'all, like, we can't all eat off this one little Tupperware, but damn, and I only brought one fork. Girl, I be bringing two water bottles, and every day this week, they've been like, yo, can I go to the vending machine and get some water? No. Can I get one of the bottles off your desk, though? Right. Bruh. Girl. One kid tried to argue. He was like, yo, see, can you bring me a bottle every, Nigga. he was like, can you start bringing me bottles of water? I said once a week. He was Twice. I was like, never? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm paying no, for that's this. That's real. To the extent where I like literally agreed to go and buy them a whole I case remember. of water. So it's just like like moments like those have brought 
me closer to my, like, you know, young kiddos in my classes. Mm-hmm. And it's just understanding that we all go through shit, right? But when you're going through shit, I got your back if you got mine, right? Right. So I, I hear what you mean when you're at saying, like, okay, your hand out, take it. Ha! Sounds good. It does. <laughs> in practice, I don't know how that's... It's going to be like... Like, oh, you're trying to touch me all I got. No. Uh, that physical touch in Right? Um. Oh, my God. Can I also say, right, real, real quick tangent. I like this guy's profile on Hinge just because he did the Donnie impression. And I, I'm fucking here for it. Donnie from the Wild Thornberry. No, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, oh, my God. He's not even my type. Total, like, um, wasp. But <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to I gotta know. I got to see. I got to I gotta see for myself. So we're going we're gonna to see. Anyway, <laughs> back to the love I'm looking at her with the utmost judgment. Um, <laughs> the pure disgust. Absolutely. Uh, but <laughs> I think that understanding your own love language, mm-hmm. understanding how you love, how you prefer to be loved, is very important um, because what's that woman's name who used to have them, them? She's a therapist, I think. The black lady. Wow. Who had no, the, I know exactly what No, fuck up. Um, <laughs> the black lady who used to have like the families come in and heal. Oh, Ayanla. Ayanla. Ayanla Fix My Life. I don't know her last name. Her last name is Fix My Life. Um, her last name is Fix My Life. Oh, um, <laughs> her last name is not Fix My Life. Maybe her middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fix my life on that. Right. <laughs> um, but there's this uh, voiceover recording, whatever, that's been going around IG that she has said. And she says, I don't get to tell you how to love me. I get to see how you choose to love me and decide if I want to participate. That's real. But in order for you to know whether or not you need, you want to participate, you need to know how you need to. Because if you meet someone who's willing to love you how you request it or willing to adjust themselves yeah. to love you properly, that makes a huge difference in whether or not. Like, I would love to be loved by someone who wants to understand me the way that I think the issues that I have and work around it. That's somebody I want to be loved by. But I need to know what my setbacks and issues are and what my love language is in order to help that person love me better. Yes. <laughs> big old breath. Because <laughs> that yeah. was deep. That was really deep. And I was reflecting the whole time you were talking. But, um, no, that's that's some real shit. That is some real shit. Moment of silence. <laughs> All those, like, oh, my God. For everyone's edges, I just said, no, I'm just kidding. Laid <laughs> that. Um, Okay, so I'm I'm going to push into this space the word flexibility and mm-hmm. forgiveness. And um flexibility because we were talking about perfection earlier. Yes. And I always tell my kids perfection does not exist. Progress is what I'm looking for. And so it reminds them like, yes, you can strive for perfection, but at the end of the day if all you give me is progress, I'm like that's what that's it, <laughs> you know? So having that flexibility or reminding us to have flexibility within ourselves mm-hmm. and within the way we grow and push and, and change and challenge and all these different things, right? And then forgiveness just because, like, you can't change the past, mm-hmm. right? You can't you can't fucking change it. You can say some shit right now. You can't change it. 
<laughs> um, so forgiving self, right? Forgiving yourself for letting things happen, for allowing things to happen, for subscribing to things, you know, and now that you're knowing better, you're doing better, yes, like forgive yourself. Those things that were out of your control, really, or were within your control. <laughs> like just, just allow space for both things to happen, both the flexibility and the forgiveness of yourself so that you can continue to love on yourself. What you're saying makes me think of this voice thing. Same thing. Uh, yeah, I okay. don't know where it came from. <laughs> um, but I've heard it on IG where this guy is like, practice makes, and everyone's like, perfect. And he said, no, get that out your mind. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes progress. Exactly. Um, I want to have people read Judge Lynn Toller's book, Dear, I can't remember the name of the girl, but it's to the daughter I never had. Um. I read that book, I want to say over a year ago, and it's so good. Everyone, you know, she's the, she was the original divorce court judge. Okay. And so you get the book thinking that it's going to be about all these different relationships. Mm -hmm. And literally, she doesn't get to relationships until the last chapter. Mm -hmm. Because it's the concept that you need to know you and fix you and heal you yeah, and yeah. deal with you before you can add them. That's real. And that book, uh, there are so many quotes in that book. Um, I don't tend to annotate my own books. Um, I'm starting to a little bit more with the book podcast that I have, but I don't really annotate very much. But there are so many quotes and folded pages and highlights and That's underlines real. in that book because she came for my life and I appreciated every bit of it. That's real. Because she has like, between her and her husband and his previous, I think his previous relationship, they have like six boys. She never got a daughter. Mm -hmm. So it's Dear Sonali to the Daughter I Never Had um, is the name of the, the book. And it's it's so much. That's deep. Seems like a good read. Huh? So until next time. Bye. bye.